Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers beat a top four seed in the West versus the Utah Jazz. They take care of business with stifling defense throughout the game, which was the most important part. Austin Reeves, Stanley Johnson showed just how valuable they can be. I was a little bit worried about Monk's minutes, but other than that, I was very happy with his performance. And Russell Westbrook with a big dunk on Rudy Gobert, but we all know he owns Rudy Gobert. Welcome back to the Westbrook Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers pull out a W versus the Utah Jazz. Guys, I just want to say, I called it at 8 a.m. at that morning. A lot of you thought I was crazy. You thought I was insane. You said Gobert's coming back. Good luck. What happened? Los Angeles Lakers defeat the Utah Jazz 101 to 95, uh, getting back to 500 on the season. Guys, it was a group effort look i know the dunk by russell westbrook on rudy gobert was special uh it was absolutely special i know that um it's just circling all over social media it was a lot of fun man did he get up and where he took off from and it was beautiful to see the excitement on russell westbrook's layup late in the game uh anthony davis and russell westbrook dapping it up lebron james and russ just having fun russ smiling Looking like he's having fun for the first time in a very long time, in my personal opinion. All of that was great, but guys, here's what I want to talk about first. The defense of Austin Reeves and Stanley Johnson. Now, I'm not so sure that Monk needs to play as little minutes as he did. I believe Monk only played about 16 minutes in the game. Uh, I'm sorry, he played 25. I'm sorry. Um so I guess he got close to where he was getting. Uh, it seemed like he was missing for stretches, though. But I can't be upset with Stanley Johnson. I mean, look, I know he he scored an attack, Gobert, um, in the second half. And LeBron James got credit for that, said he was the one that that wanted to do that. And he was 7-9 from the field for 15 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. But, guys, his defense was incredible. It was just so good. Being in the right spot when he's supposed to be there just not allowing straight line drives. That's a problem with the Los Angeles Lakers. A lot of first line drives just completely destroys the defense. One ball screen should not destroy your entire defense, but it happens with the Los Angeles Lakers. It did not happen for the most part versus the Utah Jazz. That was absolutely the best part uh, of the night. And a lot of that was because of Stanley Johnson and Austin Reeves. Um, Look, his offense was great. Uh, But defensively, he just was leaps and bounds better uh, than what they usually have out there. Look, I'm glad Avery Bradley made a clutch three. And it's cool to see him make a a defensive play here and there, offense play here and there. But in my opinion, he's just not the defender he used to be. And he's too damn small. Um, That's just the the way it is. He's scrappy. I know he works hard. He's a great, you know, basketball player, great locker room guy. I understand all that. Um, But when you're starting Malik Monk, Avery Bradley and Russell Westbrook, or not even just starting, if that's the lineup you have out there with Stanley Johnson, it's just that's three undersized guards not in their position, really. Um, it just makes it hard. Or if it's THT, Monk, and Russell Westbrook, that's just that's even worse. 
um, in my opinion, uh, because this jump shots of the guards are just so inconsistent, uh, with an exception of Monk. Um, I they're too small. Bradley six one, if he's that. Monk is a six three, scrawny six three. It's great. I love Monk. I, he's a hooper. I was worried about his minutes. I, I like I said, he's a hooper, but he's scrawny. Uh, he's an undersized two guard. He is. He's not a point guard at all. Uh, so he's just a very undersized two guard. And then you have Russell Westbrook. Is he's your third biggest player at six three? They're bringing a whole new meaning to small ball. Look, small ball Rockets. Uh, Robert Covington is taller than Russell Westbrook. PJ Tucker was taller than Russell Westbrook. LeBron James is taller than Russell Westbrook. He was not the third biggest player on the floor. He was the smallest player on the floor. Even Daniel House is bigger than Russell Westbrook. Uh, so that that's my concern with that lineup. I didn't even like the starting lineup uh, with Avery Bradley, Russ, Stanley Johnson, Ariza, and Bradley, or in Braun, sorry. I think it was. Um, I didn't like that lineup either. But the defense was much better. Um, and it was mainly because of effort, in my opinion. If Vogel limited some muck minutes because he wanted more defense out there, I think you get it more so with Reeves or Stanley Johnson than you do Avery Bradley. I know the I trust Avery Bradley. He is reputation as a good defender. I just don't think he's still the defender that he used to be. And he's six one. <laughs> I just that's just I, I just don't think it works. Um, Reeves was absolutely amazing uh, as well. Guys, he was all over the place in that second half, especially in the fourth quarter. I just don't think people understand just how great he was. Everyone saw Stanley Johnson, which is why I talked about him first, because he was scoring Go-Go Bear, and it, it shocked everybody. Austin Reeves' defense was absolutely incredible. He was covering so much ground, fighting over screens, getting in there for rebound. I mean, he was just so good. He was everywhere. Closeouts, rotation, covering up for rotation. Some rotations are a little bit late, but he was getting there on time. He was absolutely incredible. Look, he didn't get the light that Stanley Johnson did. He was two of five from the field for four points. We had five rebounds uh, and assists as well. But guys, he was so good. He was so good. Oh, just everywhere. That is why I think you have to play Reeves and Stanley over over Avery Bradley. Um, look, it was a great night for the Lakers, but that's just the one thing I looked at and I, I just didn't like. And the thing is, if you play Austin Reeves, he's a two-way player. Look, it's cool. Just AB hit a couple of shots. Austin Reeves is a two-way player. It's a lot to put on a rookie, I know. Uh, I get that. And it makes you concerned for the playoffs. I get that. So maybe you do trust Avery Bradley a little bit more in spot minutes. I just don't think his play justifies playing Reeves less than Avery Bradley. I, I just don't understand that. He's been that good. Um, but I want to talk about those two first. They they were absolutely incredible, uh, but now we're gonna go ahead and we <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh, Frank Vogel uh, his third quarter decision making um, and how I called that. Uh, that's what we're gonna talk about next. Frank Vogel, in my opinion, 
he almost punted this basketball game. I know I shouldn't bring this up in a, at a, after a big win. It's all positive, but I just want to make sure it is said. It is the third quarter. It is the end of the third quarter. Two out uh, of two and a half minutes left. Two minutes, something like that. Frank Vogel decides he's going to take out Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. Guys, they go from down from tie game to down ten in an instant. In an instant. And I thought, oh my gosh, Vogel sold. He punted this game all on his own. And it is egregious because his players are playing so very hard. I, I just couldn't believe it. And I thought, man, this game just might be over. Now, an entire quarter is a lot of time, right? So I didn't think it was over. But I just immediately tweeted out, if Vogel, if they lose this game, I'm banging, blaming Vogel from right now. Right now in the third quarter, you punted a game versus a much, a well-oiled machine in the Utah Jazz. Now, do I believe Utah Jazz going to do anything in playoffs? No, that's how I always believe. They don't ever do anything in the playoffs. I think they're going to go nowhere. But nonetheless, they are a good team in the Western Conference. And I thought Vogel messed this up. Now, he immediately put LeBron James in there with, I don't know, 30 seconds left. Uh, it was an immediate difference. Uh, maybe it was close to a minute. Immediate difference. And I think I here's the only thing I will give him. I have been preaching that Russell Westbrook is exhausted. He had a little bit more pepper in his step, didn't he? A little more pepper. You know what I'm saying? Uh, seemed a little lively, getting up for the dunk, the layup at the end, the seal of the game, and one. He hit all his free throws. They weren't short. Maybe Frank Vogel's trying to limit Russell Westbrook's minutes for right now. Maybe for a couple weeks so they can get to the all-star break and then he can actually get a week's worth of rest. Then they can ramp him back up to his 34, whatever minutes he plays. That's the only that's the only thing I can give Frank Vogel is if he's trying to somehow manage the minutes of the one star he has not been able to rest because the plan was to load manage all three Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook. Due to injuries, they have not been able to give Russell Westbrook a game off. So maybe this is his way kind of conserving Russell Westbrook until All-Star break. That's the only thing I can give him. It just is so dangerous when you were one game below 500 in a tie game versus a team on NBA TV. Oh, my gosh. I was so hot. Fire man. But they pulled it out. I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> so I will leave it at that. But I just want to, I wanted to point that out. That was almost the nail in the coffin early. In, in the, or late in the third quarter, it was dangerous. It was definitely dangerous. Uh, I think Russell Westbrook, uh, he's on his way back. Um, you know, like I said, he was able to get up on Gobert, which he always does. He just owns Gobert. Uh, he was able to f- finish at the brim um, a little bit better tonight. Uh, he didn't particularly shoot well, but he just looked more. He didn't look so so tired, so like his body was heavy. Uh, so I think he's he, he's working his way back into form, uh, which is good. Uh, LeBron James, 
I mean, what can I say about the king? The king is the king. He was not a 20 from the field. Um, three of eight from the three-point line with 25 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, a steal, and a block, only one turnover. Um, but he was only 50% from the free throw line, which I, I, I was concerned. I'm a little bit concerned about that now. Um, he's been kind of missing them lately, it seems like. Uh, by the way, Russell Westbrook, you know, he like I said, he didn't shoot well. He's five of 14 from the field. Uh, he hit all four of his free throws, uh, and he had eight rebounds, three assists as well. He only had two turnovers. Uh, so between the two, only three turnovers, Russell Westbrook has been taking care of the basketball ball. Uh, LeBron James has been taking care of the basketball. So that's always good, and that helps as well. But the Stars were definitely playing defense as well. They were fighting over screens. They were rotating. Uh, they were staying on their man. They weren't just watching and putting their hands up like, what the heck is everybody else doing, even though I'm the one who missed the rotation or didn't get to the corner or didn't even try to close out. They led by example tonight. Um, they led by example on both ends. Um, and I know everyone thinks everything is about shooting. Look, Russell Westbrook didn't have a great shooting night, um, but it was, a, it was it was a decent game for him. Um, I'm okay with it. He didn't make any mistakes. Um, he played hard on defense. He got his teammates involved. He rebounded the ball, and he made the baskets that mattered. I think his dunk uh, was a big thing. Um, as far as momentum and things like that, he got his team fired up. He got, his, he got the Lakers fans fired up. Uh, and he set the tone um, with that dunk, and I thought it was great. And the, that layup at the end, it sealed the deal, made his free throw. At, at that point, the game was really over. Um, so I guess you can critique him and say it wasn't a good game, but in, in my opinion, he, he played fine, just didn't shoot particularly great. So uh, I'm okay with Russell Westbrook's, Russell Westbrook's game. Um, Malik Monk, uh, like I said, he played 25, 25 minutes. He was 6 of 12 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3. Uh, he had seven rebounds as well. That's something that I will say. He had seven. Stanley Johnson had five, um, and and Reeves had five. Everyone rebounded the basketball with an exception of Bradley. He only had one. <laughs> so, uh, so you know they they did well. Um, and like I said, Monkey ended with fourteen points. He's instant offense. You know how you how he is. Um, other than that, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk speak about. Uh, Trevor Ariza. He didn't shoot particularly well. Uh, he had some good rotations and stuff like that on defense. A couple of times he played good defense, but then uh, he committed a foul. Uh, you know, again, he, he's only been back a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming he'll get better. Uh, I, I don't want to judge him yet. Oh, THT, uh, he played 28 minutes. He was 4-7 from the field, 1-3 of three from the three-point line. He also missed like 60% of his free throws. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, they've been very bad at the free throw line. And as of late, Russell Westbrook is actually shooting better, so I can't just blame him. I think I tweeted out uh, yesterday, in the last five games, Russ is shooting 72% from the free throw line, so it's not him. Uh, and then he made all four of his today, so that's just only going to go up. Not exactly sure what's up with his free throw shooting. Um, and, and Anthony Davis hasn't shot it particularly well this season either, so that's not really going to help. Um, but he had 11 points. Uh, he led the team in turnovers with three turnovers. Uh, he just kind of got himself in bad spots. Uh, he was in lineups that didn't really make any sense for him or Russell Westbrook, but you didn't know how that goes with Frank Vogel. Uh, rotations don't always make sense. Nonetheless, they pulled it out anyway. Uh, one more thing I do want to mention, Kendrick Nunn, it looks like his knee did not react well to increased workouts, so he's going to be reevaluated in a few weeks again. Guys, I said it a long time ago that I wasn't too sure Kendrick Nunn would play this season. 
guys, it's January. He won't be evaluated till February again. We'll, and then at that point, then he has to start to try to ramp up his workouts again, see if the knee reacts well. Uh, I said it before, guys, I just I just don't know. I don't know uh, if he's going to play this season. And that, that hurts because Kendrick Nunn, just you know, a good defender, uh, can, can really get to the rim, um, just an explosive point guard. Uh, it kind of sucks that he's uh, – I just don't think it's gonna happen. We'll see. It's you know we still got a few months left. I just didn't react well, soreness. So the timetable's pushed back again. I just don't see it. But nonetheless, um, you know there's a trade deadline coming up, um, and we'll see what the Lakers do to improve this roster. Look, I'm happy for the win, but we cannot be content. That starting lineup to me did not make any sense. Uh, it was better defensively, but I think you can get better defensively without particularly killing all of your spacing. Uh, that's just me. Uh, we'll see what he does and how it fares uh, versus the Pacers on Wednesday. Well, the Pacers are terrible, uh, but um, hopefully get that W. Uh, we'll see how it works, but I'm not so sure about that rotation. I still think they need a a, a wing that uh, that's between that 6'7", the 6'9", range. That's really good defender that can hit the corner three. Harrison Barnes comes to mind. Jeremy Grant uh, comes to mind. Players like that, I really do think they need that. Um, but I'm not particularly sure if we had the pieces to get a trade done, considering Kendrick Nunn's also been set back. In most of these packages, it's got to be THT and Nunn to make the salaries match. And I, I, just, I just don't know, man. Uh, set back again by Nunn. Um, and, and they have to value THT really high uh, in order to pull those triggers. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip, always in forever art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I will see you guys again Wednesday versus the Indiana Pacers. Remember, I am on all the major podcast platforms, so please, please hit that subscribe button. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public Cast Box, and much, much more. So hopefully Wednesday, the Los Angeles Lakers can build on this big win versus the top four seed at Utah Jazz, go on a win streak to make all of us fans breathe a little bit easier. I'll see you all on Wednesday, and as always, until next time, peace.